Coming up, my recent trip to Coronado Springs and the parks for one last annual pass visit. CWDW Near Far Podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right, John. Well, I was uh, at the parks this past weekend for um, one last trip with my wife to try and squeeze a few extra days in on those uh, annual passes. They actually expire on Tuesday of next week and um, little news flash I will be at Epcot on Monday because I'm flying back down tomorrow and uh, taking my daughter to Horror Nights and we'll be staying um, you know at a Universal Hotel and then driving over before I fly out on Monday to um, go to Epcot because I want to see the um, annual pass preview of uh, Moana's you know whatever splash pad or whatever it's called and what's called water inspired by Moana there it is okay and and soaring over California and actually there is one last uh, AP magnet that they're giving out did you know that John there's an I don't I don't really pay attention to that like I used to I I have a bunch of magnets here and yeah, they get, they get piled on top of each other next to me. Yeah. Ours goes up in the fridge. I'll get it if I, if I'm there, but I don't really, I don't think about it as much as I used to. Well, this one's an Oswald rabbit, uh, pass or a magnet, which I think looks pretty cool. You know? Yeah. That one, that sounds pretty good. I'm sure it's probably at, creation shop or yes it's it's at the um at the uh non-themed store epcot store <laughs> make sure you bring your uh, passport with you and three forms of id yeah that's right because i might really get that like might sure you're not trying to get a free magnet if you don't deserve one so. i know they do i i can't even imagine as they you know check my pass and scan it how many notifications that i'm gonna be um made aware of that it's my last day for the annual pass you know so yeah. i'm i'm kind of looking forward to that actually so now so you're not gonna renew for now for now for now and uh you know we'll we'll find out later like um i think the uh park trips will get a little bit less we'll still come down but we'll be doing day passes most likely so i like i told your wife if 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 you take a few months off it's not worth renewing the the percentage you know right and and that's that's if so, and again, with all the holidays coming up and stuff, you could probably uh, find something to do at home. 
Oh, for sure. <laughs> but over the next couple of weeks, though, you're you're at the parks more than I am. So. Right. I've gone a couple of times re recently. You've been there more than me, and you're coming back like, uh, tomorrow. Or... Yeah, tomorrow. So wait until you hear how many times uh, we got park visits in uh, squeezed into two days. Two days last weekend. So it, it was hectic, to say the least. But... Uh, all right, let me start out um, this whole video thing. I have some video, but let me just warn everyone that uh, it won't go as smoothly as John's videos. He uses a pretty good um, system compared to what mine will be. So you'll hear some blurts out of sounds and weird stuff. Just bear with me, please. But um, so we flew in Friday night, last Friday night, and uh, got in pretty late. It was, um, I think we got in about 11 o'clock. We uh, pulled into um, uh, Coronado Springs. And where you check in at Coronado Springs, it is the, um, the tower the new tower so that is the new check-in for the entire resort now so yeah i noticed that they used to have it um they had two for a while but the old one was very nice too but it is nice that they have you come up to the beautiful big fancy building and stuff regardless of where you're staying so yeah and and it is absolutely gorgeous i mean the tower they they've done a great job in here the design and everything i know it's too late but toledo is really good and up, up on the thing and your wife probably wouldn't like it anyway so yeah she there's no way she i should have came over me and you went out to my nice dinner at Toledo. you should have <laughs> we would have had a boys night at uh, toledo you know <laughs> um i did want to get up there um i did not get a chance to uh but we tried just about everywhere except for the lounges in the tower itself so um and the restaurants a lot of the restaurants um and well Three Bridges in particular, I believe, opened up um, right before, you know, the the bad stuff that happened the last couple of years that shut the parks down and everything. So um, we actually got, uh, I'll, I'll go over it later, you know, about our meal and everything because that happened later. But um, that was kind of on a bucket list for me. I really wanted to try that out. I remember when they opened that up, I thought, man, that place looks really awesome so I've, um i've never eaten there yet so yeah that i uh i'm interested to hear about it because uh i'm always looking for an excuse to be able to park at coronado so i can take a few pictures and just uh, walk around a little bit it's definitely a picturesque resort though right john i mean it, it just it's it's easy to uh lose yourself in that resort for sure um our room was ready when we pulled in but the problem is we were hungry um, my wife does not eat before flights she just doesn't like to fly to begin with so she doesn't eat before flights um so all the restaurants were closed it was so late when we got in um by the time we got to the hotel it was actually after midnight that's that's what it was because um we did take the uh, uh mirrors um connect service to the hotel 
Um, they had to drop off at a couple other hotels and the only hotel or the only restaurants or, or things that were open were lounges and three bridges and three bridges closed down just before we got to the hotel. Um, we did, um, order a, uh, um, you know, one of the, uh, what is it? The, you know, you, you order the, uh, delivery, uh, uh uh, room service? No, not that. The <laughs> uh, the the one where uh, somebody, you know, some normal uh, person just like DoorDash, uh, DoorDash. It was like DoorDash or one of. I don't think it was DoorDash. It was one of the other ones, but I'm not sure which. But we just got Wendy's and um, sat in the lobby. That's where I why I had a chance to take video. So you know, like this, we sat in the lobby and um, waited for our DoorDash to come, and then we walked it back to our room. Our, like I said, our room was probably ready. It was ready before we were even in, in the air um, from um, Pennsylvania. So uh, the room was way back. You could not get more remote at this resort than where our room was, John. It was it was way at the back of the resort, and um, I think when they see that you're an annual pass holder uh they seem to put you out in the middle of nowhere at every resort for whatever reason well uh, they know you're coming back regardless uh, that that's a good point that's probably what they, it they is they don't need to impress you you're you're gonna come back yeah well we were way back again you couldn't get much further than uh where we were the fortunate thing was we did have a first floor room so that was kind of nice um, but, um, we were in the Rancho section and it was, um, that the thing is bus stop number three in the bus loop was really close to our room. So that was really nice. And I think that if you are at a bus stop two or three at this resort would be the place to go. Cause for whatever reason, bus stop number one is the last one that they pick up and drop off at. So, so not sure. So the opposite <laughs> of what you would think. It, well, it is. It goes two, three, four, and then one. And um, that's that's kind of how it works for whatever reason. Now, one drops you off at the tower. And um, so then you're kind of close then to, you know, all the restaurants and things like that off of one. <laughs> A lot of people typically stay on um, when they come back from the parks just to do that. Uh, that is one thing I'll say about this resort though, John, you don't lack for food options here. They are mostly Spanish or Southwestern themed. So you got to have a taste for that. Um, even the food court typically has like that kind of theming with their food. Food is not cheap here. I will say that it is, um, it is not as cheap as say your value resort cafeterias or anything like that but um you if you know that going in you can prepare accordingly yeah, i used to love the quick service at this resort um i forget what it used to be called but it was very festive and colorful and it looked like a a, a, a marketplace from somewhere in south america and it was a very very cool spot. I always remember I I would get um it 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 was a test so it was quick service, but you did have a waitress. You went around got got your stuff, then a waiter or waitress would come and refill your drink for you if you had your drinks and you know. Oh, it, wow. it, was like, it was like a weird combo deal. 
That's pretty cool. I I never knew that. Um, have you ever stayed at this resort, John, at Coronado? When my daughter was two, so 20 years ago I did. Okay. Do you remember about where your room was located? Well, as you're in the main building, I think it was almost all the way in the back and to the left. So it was way in the back. And I remember, uh, you know, my, my wife would like to go get coffee in the morning. She would always get up real early and get coffee. And I remember uh, you weren't going back for refills <laughs> back there because it was far. And when we stayed, it didn't have that bridge in the middle. It oh was, my you're walking around that was the only option that's something they a added to when we stayed there was a bridge and then uh, there there was no no bridge and i always remember my daughter fell and hit her chin in that plague air area by the pool and she couldn't go swimming for the rest of the week so that was a big di disappointment but they had boats there so we would rent the little mouse mouse racer boats and uh, i got in trouble for letting her drive them like <laughs> it would be she'd be steered and while i'm hitting the gas and the uh, people watching would be like she's not allowed to do that so i made her sit next to me and then i still let her grab the wheel and make it turn so. that's cool wow um let's do something they don't do that anymore i mean they just they don't have the boats or anything like that and they do have the bridges yeah, yeah the, the bridges, bridges are there divides it up now so that wouldn't work anymore you you probably were in the ranchos where we were but um it was it, yeah that's probably where it was it, it it is uh really nice out there though it's quiet um you hear the fireworks coming from magic kingdom back there believe it or not uh you know so that was kind of that was interesting but um in any case we were back uh we got in really late we got to our room so i did take a little bit of video of our room and um this is what it looks like now i don't know if it looked like this when you were you know i can't remember um you know i do think it looks similar to that because it's a newer resort so yeah, I know. I know they did update some of the rooms, but overall, I think they were all pretty modern looking already. But they have um, three caballeros artwork, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they didn't have any characters in there when I was there. Yeah, that's. I do like it. Like it looks like they've updated it um, recently. Like some of the doors look yeah. newer, and the yeah. beds. The beds in this room were incredibly comfortable. That's Very definitely nice. like an updated room. Yeah, with the three caballeros and stuff. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, when I was there, nothing like that. So they didn't have. Um, there wasn't carpet on the uh, floor. It was. Um, it was. You know that whatever wood stuff you know the um kind of rubbery wood stuff but uh it's definitely a conventioners um hotel you can tell like they put some of the stuff that you would see in a convention hotel and uh really that, i think that was the purpose of this hotel originally but um yeah it was nice i i mean i really uh i really enjoyed the room i like staying there and um uh, gave me an appreciation for the place this is the first time i stayed there so uh 
Yeah, I think it's one of the nicer <clears throat> hotels. Um, it, it's it's one of the few moderate that feels like a deluxe. It's like a combo, you know. Yeah. Could be e either the way the way with the amenities too, because it has a gym and stuff too. I think it's the only moderate with a gym. But then again, if you're staying in the the Grand Destino Tower, I think that would that's kind of a deluxe. It it is. It it has a price sometimes that's deluxe. But other times that you can get a deal. Uh, for us to stay at Grand Destino, it would have only been maybe like thirty bucks more a night, which you know it may it adds up over time. But when you're it adds up. But when you're staying there for two nights, it might not have been so bad. We were trying to do this as cheap as possible, you know. But um, the uh, the the Grand Destino per night and um those rooms were under 300 bucks so you know most of the deluxe hotels are way upwards of 300 bucks a night um you know i think the cheapest although animal kingdom lodge sometimes you can get a little less but for the most part you're looking at northward of uh, 350 a night in the deluxe so um and again like you said i think those hotel rooms and the amenities to uh grandestino um, are more befitting of a deluxe resort so all right so um we were going to go to epcot the next day and because we got in so late we did not rope drop there was no way we were going to get up in time to do it and we just kind of wanted to approach this trip as a relaxing thing you know just kind of go come and go as we wanted to so um we we did go to Epcot the next day. Of course, it's food and wine festival and, you know, all the things involved with that, of course. And um, we uh, uh, just started to look at the wait times and we noticed everything was really high. The wait time, it was crowded this weekend, this past weekend. So Spaceship Earth, even at this point in time, and, and this was probably maybe about I don't know, 10, like 10, 10, 30. Spaceship Earth was already like a, um, over a half hour wait. And, uh, we just decided, uh, you know, let's, let's do it later or else come back the next day. So we didn't go to Spaceship Earth. Um, she wanted to do test track. John, guess what? Broken. You know what I'm going to say? Broken down all day test track. So we didn't go to test track. We didn't do that the whole day. Um, in fact, uh, all we really got to do for the most part is um, food, you know, the food and wine stuff because of how busy it was. Um, that'll come into play later. But we did go to the creation shop and I looked around. There was a ton of Halloween stuff out, like new Halloween stuff that was really cool. Like there was some cool stuff in there that I hadn't seen and really expected. There's a lounge fly bag, you know, that my wife thought was cute. She's not really into that stuff, but she, she thought it was cute. And again, pardon me, I didn't edit anything. So um, this is just like, as I took it, but, um, people like authentic videos. They're looking for, they're looking for it unpolished. So. Uh, unless it gives them headaches. Cause it shakes around. 
<laughs> here was another bag um of some type and then there was like kind of like this haunted house type thing that they had uh, i just uh i th i think one thing that disney does well now um is put out unique and different merchandise for whatever reason and of course they've learned that if you do that people will buy your crap and that's that's what people were doing they were buying this halloween stuff so um there was a ton of that stuff we saw at the creation shop they had it all over the shops all over walt disney world um but uh i don't know if you guys bought anything halloween or not john um i didn't i didn't buy anything like that but not i did this. like it i thought it was cute you know yeah not this year i i don't know why that you know after living here so many years i'm getting disgruntled about it and you know my wife used to work there so we did get a discount and now we don't get as much and i don't know i i totally understand i i get it it's very expensive everything is really expensive because they're targeting those um once every three years once every five years um people with this stuff uh of course people that go more often know that this is all going to end up at the uh, character warehouse on clearance later so you know i mean it'll it'll be way cheaper but and, and the sheer amount of merchandise that they put out for this year they're gonna have some heavy hauls at the character warehouse uh in a few months so uh so we left the creation shop and uh started walking over towards the odyssey building i wanted to go over to uh check out the strange stuff in the brewing lab and um you know that's where the pickle milkshake is and john i got it in my head i was not going to try the pickle milkshake because everyone in and in, in the entire world has seemingly tried this pickle milkshake not the worst milkshake ever uh, well because of how you know everyone's tried it and yeah not the worst milkshake um i wasn't gonna do it i just had it in my mind not gonna do it so we went there and i um i tried the peanut butter the pb and j sticky wings mm -hmm. and the uh frozen pomegranate tea which was the other frozen option that was good we got did you one. you tried it yeah. i really liked it a lot yep. but i don't know if you noticed or how long you hung on to that thing but um i had an observation about it here in a minute um the uh the wings themselves are a mess and i know you don't really i don't think you partake in the wings in there right i mean it's kind of like a you know common thing peanut butter and jelly wings i thought that is so weird and just so like who the hell would even pardon my french who the heck would even try that so i tried it i decided to try it it made a mess i'm telling you what john it was really good peanut butter and jelly wings had a real nice taste to it even my wife liked them she tried them so um i would highly recommend those uh we would i might even get them again when i go on monday i don't know we'll see but 
uh, PB and J sticky wings and the frozen pomegranate tea. I like them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I don't really do wings. I, I don't like my hands getting dirty. So I understand why, and uh, they definitely do. So, um, all right, the pomegranate tea. I noticed if you look, like this is after drinking some of the tea out of it. But take a look at what happened with the um, those little frozen like uh, you know things inside. They sucked up a lot of that moisture, you know, a lot of that stuff, and they start to turn color and they clump and they turn into a just just a frozen thing so you can kind of walk around in the sun with those things and actually start to eat those little you know icy things with a spoon and get flavor and everything so i'm pretty sure if you read the cup it actually tells you a story about what this thing will do and what it's designed to do and it's actually designed to do this i believe so um Kudos to Disney, to the culinary group at Disney for coming up with this. Um, I don't know about the pickle thing, but I mean, this thing was really awesome. And to me, it's kind of like a hidden gem. I don't think too many people are going for this. They're going for the that weird pickle thing just because it's got all the attention, you know, but. Yeah, I thought it was great. I didn't have anything that I up though, and I think it might be we went in the middle of the day on back when it was a hundred degrees out and i think it was just so hot that nothing everything was uh, just melting like there was no refreezing of anything going on yeah this thing refroze and then we could take it out in the heat you know and it was the heat index was like 103 that day so on on last saturday so it did melt pretty quick out in the atmosphere but um it it really uh it was cool because it was you know retaining all this ice and stuff long enough to actually enjoy it it was a pleasant drink so i really uh i really liked it um all right next we went from the odyssey pavilion to the mexico stand and um uh if you look at this this is the taco de costilla and it is a um, slow braised short rib on a corn tortilla with there's there's like this type of salsa on it and there's avocado mousse and spring onions and that is the mexican craft beer in the background the five ounce that i tried the um the taco was different than the taco that they usually have which the, the one i was expecting and um it actually it was pretty good uh believe it or not the beef was really nice it's small you know a small taco um but that's okay i you know i wasn't looking for a meal i was just looking for a taste so everything blended together really well so i enjoyed that taco um the beer itself as a craft beer um mexican craft beer it was it was pretty good it was a pleasant craft beer like a wheat beer almost um and then next from there we went to the mexico pavilion and from the Mexico Pavilion, John, right out of the Mexico Pavilion, because the line for the three Caballeros ride 
was clear almost hanging out of the building that's how busy it was that day you're wrong mike september is empty it's the best time to go to the parks and i've been told by people you can trust online don't avoid the summer go in september it's so empty well with respect to the uh content creators that uh you know have been saying that they're wrong <laughs> it was it was crowded it was really crowded that day and i sort of expected it to be because of the festival and everything and and you know it is what it is but um we did we just decided to walk around and um really not worry too much about the attractions and just uh uh kind of enjoy the the food booths and try and squeeze some of that stuff in um the next thing we did was just hang out at the china pavilion i wanted to walk around my wife wanted to um uh get chopsticks for one of our kids so every time i go there <clears throat> i want the orange chicken from the quick service place it's the worst deal ever for uh, uh chinese food like uh, it's like it's like i don't know 15 20 for rice and orange <laughs> chicken it's like you can get uh, three or four meals at a normal uh, restaurant but <clears throat> i always want it for some reason though well this um I, I understand why I love orange chicken and uh, I, I bet it's delicious. I'm going to have to try it there sometime. Yeah, maybe. I right yeah, I might. Maybe on Monday. Who knows? I don't know that it's the best orange chicken because I, you know, I don't I don't eat that stuff a lot. But I do know that when I would be at Disney World, you know, I, it would be like fries, burger, chicken tenders, fries, chicken and then i'd be like wow rice and orange chicken that that seems so unique when i would vacation there that i would be like wow I'd, I'd tell my wife and daughter you know you go to to america and get yourself a burger <laughs> i'm getting the orange chicken i'll meet you you know like uh, i remember that that's what yeah. america wasn't barbecue they just i used to um I used to go to the Mexico Pavilion and get um, some Mexican food. I'd take one of my kids that was more adventurous, and um, they would go to the Electric Umbrella, you know, and eat burgers there. So that happened all the time with us too. But now my daughter likes trying all kinds of food. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I my some of my kids, the uh, different kids have different tastes, but mine do. But in any case, the China Pavilion, you know, one of the best stores, um, very um, underrated for, you know, the stuff that they have here in their marketplace. Um, they definitely have some really cool, like, cultural selections, you know, a lot of jade stuff and all that, swords and um, daggers and stuff. I usually, yeah, I love the jade stuff in there. That, that's so cool looking. And... I usually like to get the uh, rice candy, that soft can candy that's made with rice on the outside, so it doesn't stick to your fingers. But man, I forget what it's called, but that, that is very good. They have it in the Japan Pavilion too, but it's always cheaper at the China Pavilion. Yeah. So 
um and we were gonna spend some time at the japanese pavilion too because of the you know whole chopsticks thing that we were getting from one of the kids but we wanted to try china first just take a look and see if they had any um they did but they were a little more um decorated i guess the um decorative and uh different than what we were expecting to get for our daughters so we were going to wait we were we were going to come back if we didn't find something in japan um we uh the next place we went to was the german pavilion and let me let me pull that video up here um so the the we we didn't really spend a lot of time or do much in the um norwegian pavilion this time usually we do stuff there but just uh i i didn't really you know i i you couldn't do the frozen ride so what was the dip you know what was the difference i used to love that pavilion but now that it's arendale i just feel like i don't i don't feel interested in it anymore it used to feel very unique but now that it's centered around a fictional movie in a fictional place it just seems like i don't know it, it it doesn't seem like the world showcase anymore to me it's like frozen land arendale but. yeah it kind of is it, it does kind of give you that um feel to some degree and the bad thing about it is the actual authentic norwegian stuff you don't know if you're looking at authentic stuff or whether this is a creation right i mean yeah, i don't know is it frozen is it i i don't know um so i got the uh, in germany i got the beer flight which was a kolsch a fest beer and a hefeweizen and um then we got um the uh let's see the the schinken noodle which is a kind of a fancy uh mac and cheese casserole with little ham and onion bits in it and we also got the uh, bratwurst with the pretzel roll and mustard. And uh, my wife did not, she didn't even want to try the the uh, noodles because the mac and cheese because it had onions in it and she's not really crazy about that. And she didn't like, she's not big on cheese either, so. I'm not a big onion person too, but sometimes it's not bad. Yeah. Um, the brat, we, cut in two and tried that i i really liked all this stuff this is my kind of food i grew up um my grandmother and my grandmother's family they are um of german descent so i a lot of this type of food is what i grew up with you know so um it it was uh i i like this stuff it's savory and uh, it has a nice taste to it the beer too um the beer flight was really good i i liked all the beers in that flight um some people complain a little bit about the kolsch i i liked it uh so i don't know I, i'm just i i had a taste for it um but it was very very hot at this point in the day and we could not find any shady uh places to eat this kind of food so i don't know that i'd recommend eating this kind of food in 103 degree heat index so find shade or air conditioning nearby um the next thing i did john was i took your advice and i went to see if it pulls up here 
I went to the popcorn and candy stand there. The caramel cooch. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we, you know, I, I was watching them make the popcorn and kind of, you know, pile it in. And uh, let's see the next. What else did we get here? The butter bars are the best. Well, that's that's what this I asked for the pumpkin butter bar. And I, I wanted to try that. So because um, I kind of accepted the challenge, you said, ah, how does one person eat all that? I'm sorry to say I ate it all. <laughs> I ate one. <laughs> and I kind of felt I, I don't know. I just felt a little weird after that, you know, like diabetes was setting in or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. But their they, arteries were slowly harming. They, they were. Uh, it was. Uh, it actually tasted really good, though. I did enjoy it. Um, here it is. In fact, uh, there is the pumpkin butter bar. Yeah, well, they are good. Now yeah. they look small, but you can share them. They're definitely shareable, even though they're small yes they are and and this is what my wife got she was already she already had some of it ate i don't even know what you call that thing um but it has like caramel and a little bit of chocolate and some kind of like bar underneath it you know like maybe it's a butter bar of some type i don't know but um she seemed to know what it was where oh no it had pretzels it was pretzels with some caramel and chocolate so she liked it she didn't eat it all she ended up throwing some you know the rest of it out i don't think she ate much more than this so like i said before you can when they say butter they're not joking because i saw <laughs> i saw them making the popcorn and the, i've never seen a bigger stick of butter so that's what makes it so good yeah i'll tell you it was and it's real butter too you can tell uh it, it's uh it has a real nice taste to it but it's definitely got that kind of buttery milky fresh butter kind of taste um did you ever walk into that crystal shop where they're making uh like jewelry and stuff back there john that was in the german pavilion yeah 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 not, not very often but i've been back there though well so that's we went back there and we're just kind of looking around and um i thought that was really interesting it, it's everything's very expensive but it's all handcrafted but this thing right here i don't know if you saw this thing seventy nine thousand dollars for the epcot you know crystal kind of glass thing right there Ooh. uh I'm not going to buy it anytime soon, you know. Uh, I don't know that I have that much credit on a credit card, nor would I buy something like that. But I definitely love it. I mean, it looks really cool. Uh, could take out a, a home equity loan. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Just saying. But man, it is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this, and that's the one that gets kind of the attention. But this next thing was interesting. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. 
let me see how much uh, i know i captured how much that is and it was like turning if you look at it it's kind of turning and you know this one is uh i think it was what did that say yeah i think that one is 1250 or maybe that twelve dollars and fifty cents. Oh no, my friend, not twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and that might have even been the stand. Who knows? I don't know. It might be more than that. But uh, I, I think it was twelve fifty for the, um, for the for this. And uh, yeah, twelve fifty. And I, man, I think no, I'm not gonna buy that. But either, but man, I think that's really cool. I, I really like that. And that they took the time to do that. Um, I just really appreciated that when I saw that. And I uh, wasn't sure if you saw that before. Yeah, I haven't been back there in a while. Um, I don't usually make it back there. But, you know, I, I always wanted to eat at the beer garden back there. That looks yeah. so cool. Like, I love the look of it. They have, like, a tree inside on the stage. And they play the music. And it, it it reminds me of my trips to bush gardens well they had the big fest house there and they played the band in the middle and it was really cool interestingly enough i said that to my wife when i was back there someday that's on my bucket list to go back there so you and I need to go there sometime. <laughs> you know, we need to meet up and go in there and uh, and go eat because I don't know if she wants to go there or that would appeal to her or not. But man, I definitely want to go back there. That's my type of food. Um, I, I have fun listening to those. You know, I don't I don't play Oompa Band, so to speak, on my uh, Apple playlist. But, you know, I definitely enjoy or would enjoy eating a meal listening to them. So, yeah, me too. I, I like I said, whenever we would go to uh, Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, we'd eat in the Germany area and it was called the Fest House. And, you know, it got to the point where they would literally do shows in the middle. There's a big stage in the middle with the long tables all around. And hmm. Just really cool. I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, appreciate the German stuff. Yeah, I love it. We'll have to go there. Um, so everything was crowded again. I didn't really ride anything. Um, we were kind of looking at the wait times and the wait times across the parks, other than maybe Animal Kingdom, were kind of, up, you know, creeping up a little bit um, and then stabilizing eventually around this time. So I said to Amy, um, my wife, we haven't done the, the American Adventure for a while, so let's go to the American Adventure. And she said to me, uh, oh, is that the, is that one of those boring stage shows? I said, you're unpatriotic. That's all you are. <laughs> so uh, you don't you can't really film or they don't they don't and they encourage you not to film during this thing. I don't think anyone would say anything if you did. You know, there's, it's not like they're filled up. Um, I've never filmed during it, but I really like the uh, statues around the theater. And so I got a couple videos of those. Um, so from there, because everything was filled up, we couldn't really do anything. And we were sort of full from all the food that we ate. And we decided, you know what? It's after two. Let's go park hopping. 
So we took the Skyliner over to studios and we, um, we knew we weren't going to ride a lot of things over there. Um, but we just kind of wanted to go over, maybe see a show or get something to eat quick. Um, we didn't do that. We did not eat anything over there and we did, um, get to catch the Muppet show and I got to ride star tours and star tours, um, gave me a different, uh, scene that I had never seen before. It was, um, I did see the death star one from the last movie, that one, the crash death star that was on the, uh, on Endor. And, um, that was on this, that was on this one. And then they gave another scene, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was totally new to me. But, um, Star Tours, John, always a, a pleasant ride, easy to get on. Five minutes wait, typically. And by the way, they had the ice cream stand open uh, at Gertie. Yeah, that's been open a lot lately. I, we almost got something there, but we decided, oh, man, we're so full. We're just not, you know, not going to do it. So um, after Star Tours, we went over to the uh, Muppet Land and you said they had walls up everywhere. They did have some walls up in front of this area, but you could kind of walk around it and go back here. So um, so we went back there, went to uh, see the Muppet show. Um that was, you know, fun as always. Uh, and from there we decided, okay, let's go to Animal Kingdom. Let's go get on a bus and go to Animal Kingdom. So we did that. And we went over to Animal Kingdom so that I could get some um, bags of coffee and um, ride single rider on Expedition Everest. But... Once we got over to Animal Kingdom, you could see like people were starting to leave and, you know, it was kind of getting later. This was probably closer to uh, maybe five o'clock. So we didn't have a heck of a lot of time. Uh, so we went back and I went to do Everest um, single rider. And uh, I the line for Everest itself, like the regular line was probably around a half hour or something, even at that point, but single rider, I got right on it. That's yeah. good. That's good to hear because that doesn't always work so good. But... Right. And, you know, I, um, I didn't film on there because I had, you know, a stranger next to me and I, I didn't want to annoy them and how many, you know, I, I, I had, uh, I already have filmed from Everest and I figured, eh, you know, I don't really, it's no big deal, but I actually, one day I actually got a follower from doing that. I, I, uh, I think I waited for the front and then I, I was by myself, so they had a single rider come and I, I, I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to record this then, just so you know, if you wonder what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, they were asking me questions or whatever, and then they started following me, and then they were even, compli they were even 
commenting on the post saying I was right next to him while he was recording. It's like I, it, it turned out to be fun. This is like a couple of years ago now. That is really cool. What a great, uh, great way to meet a follower. Um, well, they weren't a follower, but they they were like, oh, what no, but when they yeah. started. So one follower at a time every couple of years. I'll get a new one. It's a great way to meet a new a new follower. Um, this, you know, Zuri's shop. This is one of my favorite places in Animal Kingdom to go if I'm shopping. I don't yeah. know why it's newer, but very uh, there's something about that shop just seems nice, you know. I love it. It's where I go. They have like a bakery in here, and I I didn't film anymore because I wanted to look myself. Um, but uh, I really like. Zuri's because this is a great place if you want to get um, Disney coffee, you know, bagged Disney coffee to take home. And um, I've collected quite a stockpile of this stuff. I like the um, the breakfast blends, the breakfast blend, and I because it's real weak. But I also like the resort blends typically, and um, they have different names for the resort blends, but it's basically the same thing. So they might call it resort blend in the bag. They might call it, uh, I, I can't, I think it's called signature blend. So the signature blend is really my favorite, but I do like the pumpkin. I like uh, the, uh, uh, that, that morning blend. My daughter likes the vanilla uh, bean blend so we got all four we got four bags of coffee in there so when you see me drinking coffee uh, sometimes if we do a morning show uh, that's what I'm drinking I'm drinking um, the Disney Resort coffee which I really love and I drink it every day so I typically go to Animal Kingdom and I'll bring some back and it's the Zuri's Suites is the easiest place in all of Walt Disney World for me personally to find it. Um, I haven't found it too many other places. Even um, I've looked around at Epcot and I have a heck of a time finding it there. So um, Magic Kingdom too with all the stores and everything there. I've looked all over uh, Hollywood Studios. I haven't found it there. But Zuri's Suites Shop always find coffee in there uh the other thing is we typically get um a a drink and this time i got an alcoholic drink um they have i put rum i had them put rum in it um so it's like a just like usually they'll have two types of sweet kind of slushy drinks and um so that's what we got in there and i got a water man was it hot and we were starting to get kind of worn out and sick um, we were going to go ride Dinosaur one last time before they closed it because we may not get back before they start to work on it. Who knows? You know, at this point, who knows? Um, we were going to do that. We we're going to do Tough to be a Bug because they are closing that down. Uh, we did not get a chance to do either one of those just because we Amy was feeling... I, I think it was like she was getting dehydrated and a little heat exhaustion. Well, I have to tell you... And again, I might be wrong. I often am. But the stuff that they said about, you know, dinosaur and all that, I don't think they have any type of plan or schedule. or I don't think they did any of the research and development that they need to do to see, you know, I, I know the ride system is the same, but I, I don't, the building heights and all that, I don't know. Um, 
basically, I guess the short thing would be I don't really believe him because just it wasn't long ago they said Moana is going and secret or uh, Zootopia is going to where Dinosaur Land is. Mm-hmm. And now they said, oh, now um, uh, Encanto or uh, Indiana Jones. It's like, I feel like they're just saying stuff. And so even if they do it, and they probably will, because that's my daughter's other favorite ride. So I'm sure they have to get rid of dinosaurs <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. But I still think it's going to take a while. Even if they run out of money, they'll definitely close Dinosaur at least. Just like they did with Splash Mountain. They really couldn't afford to go forward and they were like, we're doing it anyway. We're starting to. Right. I, and um, I've noticed, well, we'll talk about it a little bit later. I'll I'll get into that. But um, something about Splash Mountain and all that. But um my uh it's like my you know one of my family's favorite rides too john so it's not just you um and i love indiana jones i really do and i i am looking forward to something different but i sort of preferred that if they would have kept it in california because that would have given me something else to go out to california and disneyland to see i mean i don't understand what it is about um Disney World suddenly feeling the need to acquire everything that California is doing unique and different, but let it go. And it's just like, you know, I, and I understand it. Like they can't keep up with the, the animatronics and all that. Well, you can, if you put a little maintenance into your stuff, you know, I mean, they've, they've been able to keep up with this stuff for years. So, you know, there's money everywhere else. So it's got to be cut from the park somewhere unfortunately but i was going to say my issue though too is i i can't say that a bug's life is my favorite show or anything but the reason it's there is because it's disney and it actually fit you know so mm-hmm. uh, zootopia or sorry i keep thinking Zoot- secret or yeah it is Zoot- zootopia yeah it is how does that fit inside that tree at all it kind of it kind of messes up the entire the immersion of the well, again the... if if joe Rody was still there he he would have said this will destroy the whole theme of epcot or of, of animal kingdom you can't you can't just jam something in because you like it but the same with encanto indiana jones like all this stuff that has nothing to do with animals I feel like uh, Avatar Land was enough of pu- pushing on him, saying, make it work. It has to work, you know, because, you know, it's got a general conservation thing, so it's not too bad. But I I have a feeling one of the reasons he left is he just couldn't get on board with, how about we put any IP anywhere we feel like, regardless of, there is no overall theme, there's no sight lines, we don't care about anything, just jam it in if it's IP, it's like, that's where they're at. So, and again, I uh, I don't think it will fit at all. But you know, it it it'll it'll remind me of Six Flags. Just put a sign up, do yeah. your ride, and then go in. It's like, oh, that's yeah, I I agree uh, with what you said, and I think it is a shame that um, they ran Joe Rody off because of this. You know, this type of stuff. Because I do believe that's probably why he left. Uh, and 
The 20-year-old Imagineers know much better than him. Oh, yeah. They can design a mean floor, let me tell you. But uh, He's old. Yeah. Old people are bad. <laughs> oh, so uh, I I think that if you look at um, what Joe Rody did out this, in California. This, that, that statement could be the why we get demonetized for this one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just joking. But... Yeah. It's a joke. Lighthearted. Come on, guys. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's uh, Joe Rody when he took the Tower of Terror out in California and they wanted to turn it into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Um, he took an iconic ride, a, a beautiful ride, you know, and you can see it at Hollywood Studios still. Um, just an unbelievable experience. And because Joe Rody was behind it, from what I understand, he turned it into another unbelievable experience using IP. And um, unfortunately, I, I don't think that he necessarily did that without, you know, being begrudging about it. Like, I think he probably did it begrudgingly. But the fact is what he did and how he helped uh, shape that ride maintained the integrity of, you know, the the area the the actual ride system and he did something different you know it wasn't the same ride he totally turned that into a different ride so um the ride system he you know kind of pushed it into a different direction and and created something different that's joe Rody. he probably would have done something similar um using what they want to do now at uh animal kingdom but he may have questioned them so yeah, so Never let's get rid of them, right? The government and big corporations. <laughs> they right. know that. Oh, we're, this this video is getting demonetized for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, we did leave Animal Kingdom from there, and we went back to the hotel and uh, kind of rested for a little bit, and then we decided we were going to go to Three Bridges. Um. Three Bridges is, you know, the uh, resort that is located at Villa del Lago in the middle of the lake at uh, Coronado. And again, I apologize for this crooked filming. I noticed that because I, yeah, it's it's artistic, all right. <laughs> it's it's maybe something else that rhymes with artistic, but not artistic. <laughs> And I won't say it for I don't want us to get demonetized for that. But um, with that said, um, I couldn't I was holding my camera and I couldn't see because of the sun glare, the light glare. And um, I just didn't I couldn't tell whether it was crooked or not. So uh, some of these are that way. Um, but uh, yeah. This, I was a little confused as to where Three Bridges was because it did say Villa de Lago and it does not say Three Bridges anywhere. It's just you're supposed to assume, I guess, that there's Three Bridges and that's the restaurant, right? You gotta, you gotta count the bridges, I guess. I guess so. I actually walked up to the, uh, to the um the person seating people and i asked is this three bridges um and she's like yeah sure and so three bridges is basically um if you look at the uh at this video here it is sitting in the middle of the uh 
of the lake itself and it's just basically kind of a lounge more or less um it's a small restaurant it doesn't typically take reservations but it's got this beautiful bar with this spanish um relief on it and it's just uh you know spanish as in spain inspired uh the bar is just gorgeous it's um you know it's just got the uh, rafter the wooden rafters and um i just it, it's a really great looking place and it's all open you know around the sides so you're getting the atmosphere from the lake from the resort from people walking on the bridges you got the bar behind so it's kind of got a loungy feel to it but you also got the tables that are also spanish inspired um and i really um i i love the decor of this particular uh restaurant i do think that um i don't i don't know if how much you've ate uh spanish inspired food john but um usually it's the small portion stuff and this kind of was that small portions uh thing um i started out with a uh with an appetizer of roasted corn dip it has uh aioli corn and tagine and they have uh restaurant made uh chips with it that come with it my wife actually even liked this um and she's pretty particular about Please stuff like that. Lime into it. You, yeah you can't well so that lime came out of my beer so oh, sorry no. it's not <laughs> so if you get a modello which is what I got. You could take the lime out and squeeze it in there. Um, I did not do that. that it came with the food. So. No, I'm, I didn't mean to be uh, deceptive there, but uh, you can see the table too. Kind of has a Spanish design on it. The um, they serve it on these wood planks. Uh, I this was recommended to me by somebody on Reddit um this particular corn dip appetizer and i did not regret it i was glad for the um recommendation it is very good and if you ever go there john i recommend it, it is um corn dip and corn chips that's good yeah i do love corn too that's nice yeah and it uh it has a really nice taste it's different so mix it up because the tagine has that sharp really sharp um taste to it and at the bottom of this is like a cheese dip and you know you got the corn in there and uh, the aioli all mixed together but it's really man i'm i'm my mouth watering just looking at it oh, i'm hungry man that is it was really um really good uh really liked it a lot um okay so my next thing the next thing we got she got a burger of course and it's called the uh uh three bridges burger and it came with paprika fries and um the burger was different john it's not like your typical disney burger uh it had some kind of spice in it but it tasted really good i tried it the paprika fries were unbelievable the 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 fries that came with that burger whew, they were really good. They had a nice flavor to them. I got the braised pork 
tacos and that, oh, that is that, really good they were really good damn da uh, i almost called you dan they were really good john <laughs> either way yeah Dan's john dan whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> they came with like a marinated um fruit of some type i'm not really sure what that fruit was but it was interesting it had a weird taste to it i wasn't real crazy about it but uh i i don't think you were supposed to put it in the tacos and i don't think you could have squeezed them in those tacos so uh but the tacos are really good they come with uh, you know there's three of them there but they were very good uh overall i'll just uh talk a little bit about three bridges um it is on the pricier side because most spanish inspired restaurants are on the pricier side uh but again i think you'll find that at coronado springs in general the ingredients uh of everything at coronado springs seem to be a step above yeah that that looks like it's all fresh real stuff so i mean it looks high it looks like very high quality food it was very high quality even even my wife's burger and those fries all of it uh i can't speak enough for the job that um culinary has done uh at three bridges um unbelievable restaurant uh i would definitely love to go back there again um they have other options on the menu uh that they're all pretty much spanish inspired or southwestern themed i think they're mostly spanish inspired um small plate stuff typically uh i really um they have a very extensive wine menu they actually have a wine flight and while we were there there was a group of people that were really dressed up in really fancy like italian dresses and suits and stuff that came in and sat by the water and they they came in to do like a wine flight so i, I think the wine flight it, they do something called um wine university or something there at the resort and so they were either there for that and they just dressed to the nines um or there was a convention in town of some type so um i i can honestly say uh <laughs> there you were john you you were you were like taking over and I, I know you're muted because your dogs are barking in the background but you know you were the star of the show for a minute <laughs> but um definitely uh i would highly recommend this uh it's a, it's a great experience i don't know anything about wine i wouldn't recommend that but i mean just the uh, food and maybe stop there for a beer with um some of your small plate stuff even if you go for appetizers um that corn dip is really good and they have some other really interesting things on that menu um as far as like um appetizers i think they had like a fried calamari of some type on there i won't try that i'm not into that kind of stuff but um i know a lot of people are uh, but definitely a good place to go to eat if you want to go out on a date night with the wife john um you know i know she has some allergies so they do have i think an allergy menu if you tell them um my wife got a plain burger so she could get a plain burger and those fries um maybe so but it's it's a good place i really enjoyed it all right so 
we went from there we were done for the night we went back to the room and the next day was magic kingdom and this is our last day we were only in town uh for the two days and then flying out on monday so you know fall colors magic kingdom fall decorations um magic kingdom was not very busy uh it, it, at that point in time but oh it crowded after that after we arrived the crowds followed us in this was a resort um a halloween party night so we thought and this is the point where you're like okay you thought that's the problem we thought that maybe it would be a little lighter crowds because of that oh contraire uh if we would have rope dropped we would have got a lot done because the crowds were very 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 light early on that is weird because that usually works out for me but maybe yes i don't know this was at uh probably about 10 10 30 ish maybe maybe a little earlier than that um but we decided okay what we missed the last time we missed um uh uh big thunder mountain so we were gonna head over there but we stopped at pirates on the way over and pirates was only like a 10 minute wait so we thought man this is good you know great 10 minutes and, and that's all it was it was 10 minutes we've got a right on pirates um from there we uh moved over to big thunder mountain and um it was uh actually when we went over there it was like a 20 minute wait So we thought, you know, 20 minute wait, that that's going to be good. We got over man, it was not a 20 minute wait, John. It was more like a 45 minute wait. And that's how we knew the rest of the day was going to be, you know, heavier crowds. Uh, so we decided after we rode Big Thunder and we went out, it, it was like 45 minutes then. Um, we decided, you know, they are definitely, you know, all the things that they say they're going to change. I'm sure they're going to change Country Bears. So we went over to Country Bears to try that. I have Oops. to say, too, with the Country Bears, I, uh, I, I, I can't say they're my favorite. But if you're going to change them to sing, uh, if you're going to change change that to sing songs disney songs you might as well just close that up and make it a store or something because that's yeah. not why anybody goes in there they don't just they don't just love country bears singing to them they uh they like the nostalgia of it so you have nostalgia and that's why people go in there that's why i go in there it's like taking a time machine back to early the early days of uh back when walt was around the wacky stuff that they were working on and you know the stuff that today we find funny but that's what makes it good is that it, it's it's so original and old and i was gonna say whenever i go there there there's always some old people in there that are clapping laughing smiling and they just love it and i'm like yeah thank i i, I always think man these old people they love this ride and again people are clapping singing laughing 
the people who ne never went are always surprised at the inappropriate humor part. Yes, that's right. They but are. again, you take that all away and say, they're going to sing your favorite Disney song. The people are going to be like, skip, once and done. Good. Yep. You know, that's my thought, at least. So. I, I completely agree. I think you're right. And I'm going to miss the country bears. And I love the inappropriate kind of sounding nature of it. And I love the things that they do. It, I'm not going to say that it isn't dated, but they could have updated some things and left the rest of it alone. I mean, they're even changing liver lips name because, you know, alcoholics are, are what, um, offended I, I that you're calling some... Yeah, I that's... always just thought that's the name you called. Like the Three Stooges would call each other that. And yeah, because it's, like an, in, a, it's like a, an insult and a term of endearment at the same time to a friend, right? It's one of those deals. So I, I know, but, you know, we got to be offended by everything nowadays. So um, we got done with Country Bears and decided to walk across the park. And uh, we decide to go over to, I don't know who that racist is right there or that offensive guy, but, um, you know, we should just cancel him. But uh, we went over to um, Buzz Lightyear because it was like a 15 minute wait, um, weirdly enough. And we got right in, did the Buzz Lightyear thing. Um, then from there, we went in the people mover. It was like a. 10 minute wait and the thing about the people mover this time john there was a cast member they were switching shifts or something and he had just came in to um to work the people mover do you ever notice on the people mover as you're going up the conveyor belt they're counting the people going up the belt because if you put too many people up there they're going to smack into each other at the end of the conveyor belt the yeah. the escalator and i've been on that and that's happened to me um about six months ago or so back in march because some cast member wasn't paying attention down at the bottom um and you know deciding how many people they were putting up well this cast member was on their cell phone the entire time just standing there on their cell phone I, and this is the only negative experience i've had with a cast member this trip um the customer was just, he was down there on his cell phone the entire time playing a game or talking to somebody or doing something. I don't know. It's none of my business what he was doing, but um, not even paying attention to what was going on around him. And he was the only cast member on duty at the bottom of that line that was supposed to be paying attention. And so I got up there in time and I moved into the line closer to the um, front of the people mover. Um, and usually when the people mover stops, the conveyor belt stops and so no one's going to smash into anybody. But if you're not careful with watching the way that things are queuing up, you're going to smash people into uh, each other. And that that happened before another cast member came over and, you know, he yelled at this uh, yelled at this kid and um, told him to go up to the top of the conveyor belt himself. And the cast member the whole way up the conveyor belt. I'm not even kidding you, John. The whole way up the conveyor belt was like this on his cell phone the whole time the whole time, like just not even paying attention to anything around him on his cell phone and he was obviously on duty because he was supposed to be directing and he was just kind of lazily directing people at the bottom of the belt now this isn't a a cut on cast members as a whole i'm not talking about everyone i'm just saying 
This is something that you never saw. Like, I never saw anything like that in the past, so I don't know what's going on with these, um, some of these cast members, some of these hiring practices, so to speak. Um, but for the most part, everyone was real attentive and doing a great job this trip. This one, this one guy, I, I don't know what was going on. He, I don't know if he's a college program kid or what, but he got up to the top of the conveyor belt and stayed on his cell phone the whole time. And then by the time we made it back around on the people mover, the kid was gone. So I don't know where he went. Maybe someone sent him to a less dangerous job or something, but you know, um, I, that, that's kind of my rant for a cast member on this trip um after that we went to carousel progress uh you know i have to do that every time and um then we went to winnie the pooh winnie the pooh was like a 15 minute wait we got on that ride um and then we decided okay we need to do one last thing and that was um uh go to the haunted mansion so we made our way over to oh i wanted to say before we went to the haunted mansion we went to um what the uh by the um teacups ride the uh do you remember what that's called that quick service kind of kiosk cheshire cat we went to the Cheshire Cat and they had new drinks um, from the last time we were there. And so we went over kind of the Cheshire Cat Cafe there and we got these drinks. One is like a tea and one is like a kind of a slushy drink. And we tried those. They were the the one with the, you know, the foamy stuff on top, you know, the um cool whip or whatever it is it was really really sweet way too sweet for me it's some kind of strawberry thing the other one was like a tea so it was like an iced tea and um it was pretty good uh it was like it was called witch's cold brew i think there is a sign back here at the beginning of this yeah it's um uh let's see if i can get a closer look at it here Queen of Hearts, Queen of Hearts, uh, slushy, and the other one was the uh, which is some kind of witch's cold brew. But anyhow, they they were actually the Queen of Hearts slushy was too sweet for me, and um, the witch's cold brew was pretty good. All right, so we went to the haunted mansion and. So this this is where I'm going to talk a little bit about Splash Mountain. And by the way, John, did they add new um, background characters on this ride in the graveyard scene? Do you know? Because some of these look fairly new to me. I don't know if it's new, but I heard that the uh, there's a mummy that he's either new or they updated him. So like he's he looks different than he did. So yeah, yeah he's part of the refurb that recently. He, right there's the mummy. That's that's I, him right there. I don't know if he was not there or if he just really didn't move. I think he was there, but he wasn't as well lit. He didn't move. Now he's very clear, well lit. He's talking. His mouth's moving. So I think that's what they did. I think they updated and cleaned up some of these because they look way clearer. I don't know if you noticed in the um, in the dance hall scene 
or whatever they call that one um the windows that have the curtains in front of them are now blowing all the time and whereas for years they kind of did away with that effect i believe so it was just um uh kind of just stationary ripped and tattered curtains now they're actually blowing in like the glass is broken so um i noticed that this time so next time you're there notice you know take a look at that and everything just looks cleaner so they did a pretty good refresh on this it's not just uh madame leota or the hat box ghost that's yet to appear which i did see where that's at um so this this has weird wait times john and i this time around it wasn't too bad but they did say that it was going to be a half an hour wait a 30 minute wait it ended up being like half of that for us to get on it but i've noticed without splash mountain being open the wait times are really strange around the park in particular this area you know right around where the splash mountain area was um it's definitely put a hit on the park like there's definitely um some of the rides are getting odd wait times because of this and haunted mansion is one of them i believe and also i i just wanted to say um oh and uh got a comment from juden hi juden how you doing good to uh see you thanks for coming to the stream um i i didn't notice a lot of progress from the last time I saw um, them working on the Tiana ride from now. So I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're working internally, but uh, I don't know if you've noticed that it doesn't seem like after they got that water tower up, like they really did much on the outside of that. I I don't really look at it very often. So to me, I, I just, I don't know. I, don't, I try not to go over to that area very often i go over for the uh for the coaster but i i don't typically look over there but this time i took a gander to kind of look at that and uh and and see what was going on and what kind of progress they were making i did not take any pictures or video though uh all right so after leaving um there i we went we decided to go back to epcot and Basically, I'm just going to go through real quick with um, what we did at Epcot. We did go on Living with the Land. Uh, we went on Soren, and um, we went on Spaceship Earth. And really, for the most part, that's that's about all we did as far as rides. Um, and then we went back to the um, hotel because it was, you know, it was starting to get a little late. Uh, we did, let's see, we did the Fry Flight. Which you've done that before, right? That's that's one I always enjoy. Yeah. Although, as you can, I don't. I feel like they've been putting a little less fries in it. But. I think they are too. They did too. I didn't take any out of this one. Um, I will, you know, my take on the um, sweet potato fries, uh, the ones on the end here, they get really soggy out in the heat. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Like the sugar kind of melts and they get soggy. And um, I don't know. They're just strange because you don't expect that with French fries, you know? Yeah, I don't know. My wife usually eats those, so I don't. I usually only have one or two. I'm not crazy about them, but I did like the other fries. One had vinegar on it. One had an aioli with bacon 
like kind of a bacon bit on top of it. So, um, I like that. I, I did enjoy the, uh, the fry flight and again, hundred degree heat index that day. It was, uh, it was pretty hot and yes, I did get a beer at the fry basket. <laughs> I can't help myself, you know, but, um, all right. From the fry basket, we, uh, the only other thing that we did that day was we got the Canadian, um, cheese soup, which I think you also get this typically. Yeah, I had it once and I didn't really like it that much. Oh, okay. But okay. again, it's a hundred degrees and you're eating hot cheese soup. Yeah, you're right. It, I don't know. I mean, I must be insane or something. I don't know. But, um, and I got a beer. <laughs> just i got the logger over at the canadian uh pavilion um but in any case cheese soup was good as always with the pretzel i i don't think my wife likes this too much anymore but um i really enjoyed it and um that was pretty much it for the parks you know we went back there we did get um back to the japanese pavilion and um we went to um get the uh for my uh daughter got chopsticks for um later on that night we went to the food court that you were talking about earlier at coronado when we went back to the hotel that that food court is called el mercado de coronado now i don't know what it was called when you were there but i think they've changed it oh yeah it's definitely changed so I got what was called the um, barbacoa rice bowl, and that had some chicken in it and, you know, all, all of these uh, greens, and that was pretty good. Um, I did enjoy that, but it's pretty expensive. It was like 18 bucks or something like that. Um, and then my wife got the nachos at the food court. Um, again the food here those nachos were um house made so the food here is like a higher caliber food i think um and so that was it for that the next day we flew out before we flew out i don't have video or pictures of it but i did get the um chicken stuffed waffles uh with house potatoes from Rick's Sports Club on the way out of the resort. Uh, this was a breakfast uh, thing. And um, I know you talked about that before, and that is something that a lot of people are interested in. This is this is um, the Rancho's section back uh, by our room. That's kind of the decor of it. But um, you talked about the chicken stuffed waffles with house potatoes. Basically, what it is is just a Mickey waffle with um, like a like a almost like a chicken nugget or, or you know, a, a breaded chicken finger or something in the middle of it. They give you syrup with it and these uh, almost like home fried potatoes with it. It was OK, John. It was okay. I, I mean, I'd like for you to try it sometime yourself and tell me what you think. But it was exactly what it sounds like. And, um, uh, you know, it, it wasn't too bad, but I probably wouldn't buy it again. So I think it, it was like 18 bucks for that. 
and um i think that's kind of expensive for what you got there but uh you know people i i would encourage you to try it and let us know what you think um the chicken nuggets they weren't seasoned or anything so it was just a breaded normal breading on a piece of chicken like a little chunk of chicken with um, a mickey waffle around it so yeah i was hoping it would be tastier but yeah i was gonna say the uh, restaurant used to be called the pepper market the pepper market okay yep. and i've eaten there before very colorful festive a large variety of stuff. They had a bunch of different locations you could go and pick up food all around. It, it was very unique. Mm -hmm. It's it's still like that in a way, but it I it doesn't have any servers. There's nothing like that. You, you know, it's like any other kind of quick service. It's just a different overlay, so to speak. A, a, a cafe, I mean, that they have at the hotels. They unthemed it too to make it look cleaner yeah i was gonna say that it does have a theme to it like the the tile there's some tile work that's like spanish tile and things like that but nothing nothing like you were describing and actually when you mentioned that the peppercorn i remember seeing pictures of that so it was very heavily southwestern themed i believe right yeah very colorful yeah yeah so it's not quite as colorful as what it used to be um all right john that's it for my trip to the parks my final uh annual pass trip um with my wife it was a good trip i really like coronado springs quite a bit i would love to stay there again it's definitely up on my list of hotel stays um beautiful resort i love the bridges i love the restaurants um i would say it's more adult in nature as far as like and i don't mean a bad way i just mean um it's it's more themed for adults although there's a lot of things for kids to do around there that pole is unbelievable the one with the pyramid um i did get some video of that but not a lot because we didn't have time to go swim at the pool um but uh definitely a a nice pool a nice play area for kids um but uh i would stay there again john uh, yeah bus, i think it's nice too yeah the bus system was pretty good too um really didn't have to wait too much for buses so it's pretty centrally located around the resort so that's one thing i noticed all right john that should do it uh for my trip to the parks where can they find you online you can find me at c.wdw on instagram facebook tiktok youtube c.uo on instagram and facebook all right and you, you can find me at the giant rat tge giant rat on all the socials and i did buy one piece of merchandise john just one Oh, that's nice the headless horseman coffee mug i always got to get a coffee mug when i'm down there i usually get a, a dated one um for the for the festival i didn't really like the uh food and wine festival resort mug this time but i did uh come across this thing with the headless horseman and i love the headless horseman it's my favorite yeah. part of the uh of the Halloween um, the Halloween event at Disney 
So I had to get that. I thought that was cool. I think they did a great job with that. Yeah, that's a nice one. I don't remember saying that one. Yeah, I they they must have just put it out because they just put out a bunch of them and they were finishing up stocking them up. They had them in a couple different places, so um, I grabbed it. And uh, it actually says on the bottom of it, on the top it says Headless Horseman. On the bottom of it says Ichabod and Mr. Toad. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, 1949. So yeah, that is cool. Loved it. Love it. All right, John, that should do it for this one. We will see you on the next one. <laughs>